Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Pediapod for July 2023. This month, we look at fetal and neonatal outcomes during the COVID-19 pandemic. The COVID-19 pandemic severely affected health and healthcare systems worldwide and could have resulted in changes in fetal and neonatal outcomes. Whilst there is some evidence that the pandemic led to worse pregnancy-related outcomes, only a few population-based studies have compared the risk of fetal and neonatal mortality in the pandemic period to the baseline period. In this episode, we speak to early career investigator Vivek Shukla from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Using machine learning techniques, he performed a population-based perinatal study to identify changes in fetal and neonatal outcomes during the initial and delta COVID-19 pandemic periods as compared to the baseline period. Here's Vivek. I am an assistant professor at the University of Alabama at Birmingham Department of Pediatrics. I am a clinician scientist with a focus on developing AI-based decision support tools. So that's my research interest. And where did you grow up? I grew up in Ahmedabad, so it's a city in India. I grew up watching my dad, who's also a pediatrician. So I was very inspired since I was a kid. And then I did my medical school and pediatric residency from Sardar Patel University in India and followed by fellowships in neonatology from the Indian Academy of Pediatrics in India and then University of Toronto in Canada. Then as I went ahead in my career in Toronto, I started getting more interested in machine learning and AI. Then I decided to come to US and uh, did my PEDS residency again in SUNY Downstate University and then followed by Neonatology Fellowship again in UAB. Recently, for the last year and a half, I have started doing my PhD training in Department of Electrical and Computer Engineering at UAB, focusing on the application of AI and machine learning in medicine. So far, I have focused on large database studies. The study that was recently published in uh, the pediatric research was also a large database study using the Alabama Department of Public Health database. So it sounds like you're well into these big population-based studies with a focus on AI. The paper we're here to talk about today was a a huge population-based study based in Alabama looking at the effects of the COVID-19 pandemic on fetal and neonatal outcomes. Tell me about that. 
there have been several studies looking at how mortality and how different outcomes have changed in covid-19 pandemic period most studies so far have been single center or not population based studies there are population based studies as well but those have had very small study periods the benefit of this study was we had a big large database and it is a population based database so it will reflect population based outcomes is there any evidence that the pandemic did have an effect on fetal and neonatal outcomes or was it just something you wanted to investigate the covid-19 pandemic was associated with several changes in healthcare delivery healthcare utilization and uh, different outcomes so we were expecting to see some changes most of the studies have had varied results because they have not used large databases the hypothesis was that we wanted to test is that the covid-19 pandemic is associated with higher stillbirth but lower neonatal mortality rates and the reason for choosing this hypothesis is that due to the changes in healthcare availability and healthcare utilization there would be higher percentage of pregnancies not getting the optimal care which might result in higher stillbirth but the pregnancies who are highest risk of mortality neonatal mortality would be ending up as stillbirth so it would paradoxically reduce the neonatal mortality rate and the other consideration was that likely with hand washing and social distancing the rates of infection might have gone down and that might also contribute towards lower neonatal mortality i get it rather than the the virus itself affecting fetuses and pregnant individuals directly it was more about disruption to that antenatal care that we know is associated with better outcomes yeah in a population based study you can find out how outcomes have changed you can adjust for what was changing and you can get a real impact of any health emergency or or pandemic situation so that was the benefit with the database that we had that we could do that analysis How did you aim to set up a study then that would more robustly probe this association between neonatal and fetal mortality and the pandemic? Our study duration is basically encompassing the baseline period starting from 2016 to just before the start of pandemic which was February 2020. And then we have the data for the initial pandemic period which we defined as March 2020 to June of 2021 and then we had different delta pandemic which happened around July of 2021 so that period was taken as delta pandemic period from July 2021 to September 2021 and you looked at over 325,000 deliveries during that period yeah so this database is basically a public health database from the Alabama Department of Public Health it includes stillbirth and birth and infant death records so in this paper we used arima model which is a type of machine learning model to prognosticate what would be the likely expected stillbirth and neonatal mortality rate 
So when you looked at this huge data set, then what did you see happening to stillbirths and neonatal mortality before compared to during the COVID-19 pandemic? What effect did it have? We found that the neonatal mortality rate was going down during the pandemic period, both initial and Delta pandemic period. Likewise, the stillbirth rate was also lower in the both pandemic periods. But that was not what you'd hypothesized about the stillbirth. Yes, we found both stillbirth and neonatal mortality rate going down. Stillbirth was not statistically significant, but the neonatal mortality rate reduction was statistically significant. Overall, there was a trend of decreasing neonatal mortality over the years. Then we did a ARIMA model adjusted analysis, uh, which basically stands for autoregressive integrated moving average. And what it basically does is takes into account what is happening in the past to kind of make predictions for the future. And we did not found any significant change in either the stillbirth or neonatal mortality rate. Meaning to say that when you adjust for what's going on in the baseline period, if there's a trend already happening in the baseline period, when you adjust for that, there was no significant difference in either of the outcomes. Because just healthcare is improving, is that what you mean? Exactly. So anytime you have a long duration of population-based data, that there would be some changes happening gradually over the period, irrespective of the pandemic. So there might be already some changes happening. And when you adjust for those changes, and it might be related to improvement in the care overall that is being delivered. There might be improved access to healthcare. There might be newer interventions that are improving healthcare and stuff like that. If your model is to be believed then that the increases in neonatal mortality weren't really down to any pandemic factors, but just the steady beat of improvement, what can we learn from this about preparedness for a future pandemic in terms of fetal and neonatal mortality? Are we saying that it isn't something we really need to worry about in the next pandemic? Good question, Jeff. The initial thought was that there would be significant increase in stillbirths and that likely would be a reflection of the care being provided not being up to the mark or the antenatal care was not getting delivered or not being accessed. And seeing the result, we didn't find any major ups or downs. So my conjecture would be that it's likely a reflection of how resilient the healthcare system is. And it was still able to manage good antenatal care, good delivery care and post-delivery care so that we don't see an increase in the mortality rates. So it does not mean that the COVID-19 pandemic did not have an effect. We still have to be mindful in next pandemic if it happens that we are aware the outcomes might get worse and we need to be responsive and being mindful of analyzing it close to real time and seeing how the mortality and big adverse outcomes are doing population wise so that if there is any adverse effect of ongoing pandemic we can public health wise manage it better in real time 
based on what you said, that maybe the fact that the pandemic didn't have any effect was down to resilience. I mean, we can't expect health system resilience to be the same all over the world. Would you like to see this population-based method being replicated in other states and indeed other parts of the world? So likely different places have had the effect varyingly uh, across the globe, I would say. It's incumbent on public health organizations and the governmental systems to kind of analyze that and to be prepared for the next pandemic and how best manage the next pandemic. Because what has happened has happened, but how can we improve our preparedness for the next one that might come? That was Vivek Shukla from the University of Alabama at Birmingham. And that's it for this episode. See you again next month for your next instalment of Pediapod. I'm Jeff Marsh. Thanks for listening. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.